Please stand for the reading of God's Word. Matthew 23, 37 to 39. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings? You were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true, given to us in love for our good. Some of the saddest commentaries we read in the Bible are when the Lord just gives up on someone. We read of this with Saul, when the Lord repented for making him king. We read of this here. There is a solemnity and a heartbreak after one rejects the Lord time and again when the Lord just tosses up his hands, walks away. Now, from the Lord's perspective, his plans and purposes are not dependent upon any fallen creature. He can accomplish his decrees through anyone. Providence has friends everywhere. Yet from a human perspective, when one has an opportunity to be used for greatness, yet through their own obstinacy, hardness of heart, they forfeit what could have been. It is a saddening fearful thing to behold. These last three verses of Matthew 23 are the culmination of a series of maledictions our Lord pronounces upon the scribes and Pharisees, beginning in verse 13, and through them, Jerusalem the city which had known and enjoyed so many privileges and so many blessings, yet only and always yielded the wrong response. We can contrast the maledictions in Matthew 23 with the benedictions our Lord gives in the Sermon of the Mount, Matthew chapter 5 we can see how these two addresses the blessings and the Beatitudes and the curses in this passage serve as bookends for Christ's public ministry. At the start of his earthly ministry, he makes his inaugural kingdom announcement in the Sermon on the Mount. He announces the blessedness of those who share his heartbreak over sin, the state of the people, the affairs of this world, those who long for something greater, 
They longed for the reality of unhindered fellowship and communion with the Father. The Beatitudes describe the dichotomy of kingdom citizenship for the elect and the call of God, yet those who still bear the weight of living in a sinful world. Those who are blessed are they who share Christ's burden in this life and cling to the promise of something greater with him in his kingdom. Now, by contrast, what we've just read in Matthew 23 at the end of his earthly ministry describes the abiding judgment of those who reject him. They have rejected their king. They have rejected his kingdom. One message is given to those who receive him, they who are received by him, the other to those who reject him and who are rejected by him. In this passage that we have just read, these are not the blessed. These are the doomed. Those who have spurned the righteousness offered by Christ in place of establishing their own. Christ here declares the downfall of Jerusalem that would come at the hands of the Roman army in just a few short years. Now, Jerusalem had been the center of hierarchy, hypocrisy. It was the historic center of influence for the Jewish religion. It had a storied history. It was the city of David, the dwelling place of the Lord. It housed the temple, and it was the place where the long-looked-for Messiah would come to rule. To it had been sent the prophets who delivered them God's holy word. Alas, it had become a hive of misled blind leaders, a place of ancient blood guiltiness spoken of before, whose culpability would extend even to the Messiah whom they had feigned anticipation. The very ones who should have made all of the preparations for the coming king to muster the people had betrayed their calling. They sought to kill the king and lay hold of the kingdom for themselves. Jesus himself spoke of this, the parable of the tenants. Now, nothing afflicts the mind with so great a sense of tragedy as the whole of Jerusalem thrown away. Explanations there may be, but of the sense of tragedy, there is no recourse. Our Lord has made a pronouncement. It is complete failure. And at the center point of this failure stands a tremendous warning for all to heed. That endowments 
privileges may all be for naught. Selah. Now let us briefly walk through these three short verses. He addresses Jerusalem in harsh terms in verse 37. The city that kills the prophets. Notice with me, he's speaking in the present tense. Not the city that had killed the prophets, but the city who is the killer of the prophets. They were habitual murderers and stoners of the messengers of God. They didn't want God's messengers because they did not want God. The guilt Woe that he had pronounced on the scribes and Pharisees earlier in this chapter now had become the guilt of the city. How often would I have gathered you? This speaks to the frequency of the operation of the Lord's grace upon Jerusalem. Messenger after messenger. Time and time again. 19th century Scottish theologian James Hastings writes, Like the hen who sees the eagle circling the sky and seeks to gather her chicks under her wings. But you would not. The tense our Lord uses here is that of a foregone conclusion. The citizens of Jerusalem had already made a decision. The crucifixion of Christ was already decided. By extension, so was their own judgment. Verse 38. See, your house is left to you desolate. Here Christ makes a demonstrative expression. Behold, look, your house is left to you desolate. Mind you, it was just the day before when he had cleansed the temple, that he had referred to the temple as my house. Here, he no longer lays any claim to it. It's no longer his house, but a house of men forsaken of God. A house of desolation forsaken by the Spirit. A house of misery and death forsaken by Christ. Verse 39, for I tell you. Now your modern English translation does not capture the weight of this statement. And I think in this instance, the King James at least sounds better. For I say unto thee, here he's making a solemn declaration and a proclamation. He's issuing an official and formal announcement, an inalterable decree. You will not see me again. That is, in the operation of his messianic office. He will not come again preaching the kingdom and commanding repentance. But when he does come again, it will be in a final reckoning for sin. Friends, I believe that what we read here is the final Old Testament style, for lack of a better term, judgment upon Israel. 
The first was 586 B.C. when they were taken captive by Babylon. The city was laid to ruins and the temple destroyed. We read earlier of a judgment of the northern kingdom at the hands of Assyria. Now friends, what binds these two judgments, the two prior judgments, which the judgment our Lord now pronounces over Jerusalem is that they were the direct result of idolatry and rejecting the Lord. But this judgment upon Jerusalem came from a new idol, not an idol made with hands, but an idol born of the imagination and the fallen desire for self-justification and self-righteousness. This new idol was the temple ritual worship along with their own private religious precepts of the law. It was absent any true worship, charity, or mercy. Their new idol had become the sole object of their worship and their veneration, and they had forsaken the Lord their God. Because they had abandoned their Savior, the saving presence of God would be withdrawn irrevocably from the city as well as its temple. O city of the world, with sacred splendor blessed, my spirit yearns for thee from out of the far-off west. A stream of love wells forth when I can recall the day. Now is thy temple waste, thy glory passed away. Had I an eagle's wings, straight I would fly to thee. Moisten thy holy dust with wet cheeks streaming free. Oh, how I long for thee, albeit thy king has gone. Where the sweet balm once flowed, the spirit dwells alone. For Zion is not fit for the stiff and hard-hearted. Henceforth thou art Ichabod, for thy glory hath departed. Let us pray silently as we reflect upon the word we've just heard.